Welcome to the Young Businessmen of Tulsa podcast. I'm your host, Evan Uitake, and I'm so excited that you've tuned in. Our mission is focused on connecting, developing, and inspiring young business leaders to find and pursue their purpose. This podcast is sponsored by Trost Marketing. Promoting your business through marketing is essential for growth. Without marketing, you lack the ability to create a conversation with your potential customers. At Trost Marketing, we provide marketing solutions that fuel growth. We are your source for all of your printing needs, as well as branded apparel and promotional items. If your business wants to stand out to potential customers, contact the marketing experts at Trost Marketing. Visit us at trostmarketing.com or call us at 866-492-7820. Young business leaders, welcome to the YBT podcast. I'm your host, Evan Uitake, and I want to welcome you to podcast number 92. Uh, Welcome back. We've, uh, we're plugging through this weekly podcast thing, but uh, I'm happy to say that uh, we're starting to get a little bit of momentum again, getting, getting guests back lined up and everything back for the podcast. So I appreciate your patience on it. Uh, I have some really exciting guests coming up and um, you'll hear them in the next couple of weeks. And uh, I can't wait to share them with you, but uh, I, I really enjoy doing these. And so it's always fun to get back in the seat, uh, find a guest and really talk to them a little bit about what they have going on in their lives uh, and some of the clues that success has left behind for them that we can share with you, uh, the audience. But um, this guest today is Coach JC, and you, you actually recently heard him at our, um, I think it was our June luncheon. And so whenever we, whenever I introduced that that luncheon, uh, I basically said that, that Coach JC was probably the most enthusiastic speaker that we've had <laughs> at our luncheon in a very, very long time. And I could tell that he was just trying to crank through as much stuff as he possibly had in, in the shortest amount of time possible. And so that's why I'm excited to have him here on the podcast today because I think there's more stuff that he has on his heart to share with you guys, and I have some questions for him too. Uh, but if you didn't listen to that podcast, go back and listen to this about two, three uh, episodes ago. But uh, to save you a little bit of time, uh, I want to kind of read a brief bio on him so you have a better understanding of who he is. Uh, he mm-hmm. is the founder of CoachJC.com and win and the Win All Day movement. He has turned his passion into profit and now coaches other businesses and entrepreneurs to win in business and in life. He has been blessed to coach pro athletes, CEOs, pastors, and people from all walks of life to experience true health, wealth, and happiness. Coach JC has grown his local business through social media with over 1 million views on YouTube and over 150,000 followers on social media. He's the author of four books, the founder of a nonprofit, Fit First Responders, and has motivated large crowds through his professional speaking, even opening up for President Donald J. Trump in front of 12,000 people in Little Rock, Arkansas. His most recent business endeavor is the Win All Day Social Media Marketing Agency, which is one of the fastest growing agency in the United States, serving businesses of all sizes in almost every niche from igniting brands and increasing profits through digital marketing campaigns and online presence. You can learn more about Coach JC. I'm going to put that stuff in the show notes. But Coach JC, welcome to the podcast. Say hello to the audience. And uh, if you if you can, if I missed anything in that intro, tell the audience a little bit about yourself. All day, man. What's going on, Evan? I'm super stoked, grateful, and honored, man, to be a guest on this show. Man, I have a heart for uh, men in particularly and also uh, businessman, as a businessman myself, an entrepreneur, man, I know what we deal with and what we go through and how you have to balance everything. So I'm stoked and I'm, I'm just excited to be able to have a conversation with you today, brother. 
<laughs> well, uh, as I was saying in the luncheon, you kind of gave your story, your story, uh, kind of how, like where you were and, and where you've come from, uh, to where you are today. And, uh, I was blown away by it because when, when you kind of spell it all out there and you put everything in front of everybody that first of all, that's difficult to do. That's not, that's against our nature. That's not something that we normally do is like here, here's where I've been and here's where I am now. But you, you kind of highlight that to kind of show the path of, 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 you know, what it took to get there. But I think a lot of times when people hear stuff like that and they're going through those things, um, when you tell the story, you, you kind of skip over a lot. And and so there was definitely a, a, a process that, that happened along the, that way from, you know, having that basketball scholarship and playing at ORU to kind of having to start over again and, and then work your way basically from the bottom being, I think you said like $400,000 in debt or something like that. I mean, that's a massive change to, you know, having the social media presence that you have, having the businesses that you have, writing the books that you have. And so, uh, I'm excited to kind of dig into this a little bit because I know that there's so much more in that story that we can really tap into today. Absolutely, man. I'm excited as well. Let's rock. Let's roll, baby. <laughs> well, um, I, I kind of told you a little bit in the pre-show. One of the things I wanted to, to, to talk with you a little bit about is something that recently happened with me. And that is, uh, I have a, a, a friend that I've been getting to know over the last couple of years and, and he's a great guy. He's, uh, he's very successful in what he does. And, uh, we just get together and we have breakfast, uh, once a month. And it's, uh, something that I enjoy because I'm getting to know him a little bit better. I, I look up to him. I respect him. I, I view him as a bit of a mentor in my life. Uh, and he kind of threw a little curveball at me and he, he said, Hey man, I'm really wanting to accomplish this thing. There's this thing I've been saying that I want to do and I haven't done it yet. And what I'd really love for you to do is hold me accountable. And, uh, and so every time you see me, anytime you think about it, uh, I want you to basically hold my feet to the fire and help me get to that next point. And I was like, yeah, sure. Absolutely. And so that was, uh, first of all, an honor for me. I was, I was excited that he, he reached out to me and confided in me in that. But then I kind of drove off from that meeting. It was really thinking about it and saying, you know what? What does it really mean to hold somebody accountable? I, they've given me permission in their life to challenge them, to motivate them, to encourage them to get to that next level. Uh, and for me, it just the, the only thing that I could think of was every time I see him, just, hey, how's it going? Hey, how's it going? But uh, I feel like based on the things that you've done and, and the coaching that you do, you're probably a little bit more qualified to, to kind of dig into that a little bit. So I, I guess what I'd really love to talk about today is how can we how can we encourage other people, especially when they give us that permission to be those mentors in their life or to be that accountability partner in their life? Yeah, that's a great question, man. First of all, congrats on that responsibility because that's definitely a responsibility, man, for somebody to trust you enough to say, man, I have a goal. I have a dream. I have an ambition and I would love for you to take this ride with me. And I know for the listeners right now as young businessmen, um, we all have goals, we all have dreams, and we all have ambitions. We all want to do big things, and a lot of us out there are visionaries. And so many times in life, we uh, come up short because we might say we lose motivation, right? You've heard that saying so many times. Well, I, I don't work out anymore. I put on 30 pounds. Why? I just, I'm not motivated. I, I didn't close the deal this week. Uh, my business isn't exactly where I, oh, well, why? Why? Well, I'm not motivated. 
right? So I always like to take a step back because here's what I honestly believe, Evan. I believe that every single human being, if you have breath in your lungs, you are motivated. It's not that you're not motivated or you are motivated. We just have to understand that everybody is motivated for a different reason. So the first thing I always like to do with my clients and the people I get to work with and I'm blessed to work with is I like to find what motivates this human being. And I'd like to dig deep because here's something I learned a long time ago. The quality of your life, no matter where you're at right now, the quality of your life is where you choose to live on a daily basis emotionally, right? So think about that for a second. So many times we don't take action when we have a big goal or dream because we don't what? We don't feel like it. Yeah. Right? I learned a long time ago that if you go by how you feel and emotions dictate and determine what you do, man, you're going to lose more than you win, man. There's so many more times you don't feel like doing what needs to be done to be successful. So let's use this individual that you're going to be mentoring and coaching and holding accountable. Right. He has a goal. He has a dream. He has an ambition. And the, and the listeners right now, they might be saying, well, I have a goal. I have a dream. Physically, I want to look like this or my business. I want to make this much money or I want my relationship to be like this. Well, that's cool. That's the first step. Define what you want. Right. There's so many people, Evan, that go through life never specifically defining what they want. So I always ask people, I'll say, well, Evan, what do you really want? And if you ask people that question, so many times it's so vague because as human beings, we're scared. We say, wait a second, you want me to tell you exactly what I want? I have to be specific. I have to be vivid. But what's the first thing that comes to your mind when you think about that? What if I don't accomplish that? What if I don't get that? So maybe I don't want to put the goal out there. I don't want to write it down because then I, I, I man, I might have to hold myself accountable. And if I don't make it, man, I'm going to feel like a loser. I'm going to feel like I, I failed again. And I don't want to fail again because I know what that felt like last time. So I want to go back to what I said earlier. The quality of your life is where you choose to live emotionally every single day. Most people don't understand that just like you train your body, you can train your mind and emotions. So think about that for a second. If we continue to go by how we feel, how many things in life are we going to continue not to do that we know we needed to do? And I always ask people this question. I want you to think right now of a time where you knew you needed to do something, but you didn't do it because you didn't feel like doing it at the moment. And if I ask you that question, you can think of something right now. I could think of something. The gentleman that you're going to be holding accountable can think of something. But here's the most powerful question. What if, what if every single time, Evan, you didn't feel like doing something, but you knew you needed to do that thing to get you your desired outcome, you did it anyway. Imagine what your life would look like right now. Imagine what your body would look like, your financial situation, your marriage. If you decided and said, no matter how I feel, imagine every single time, no matter how you felt, when you know you need to do something, irrelevant to how you felt, you did it anyway. So let me give a great example before we move on. There's times where I work extremely hard. My wife sometimes me says, hey, you need to go on vacation, take a chill pill. And, but, but I work really hard and I get up at 4.20 in the morning and there's some times where I'll get home at 7 p.m. And there's got to be things in your life that you don't compromise on, things that are non-compromisable, right? So the first thing I ask, I ask individuals after I know what they want, I say, okay, what are you not willing to do to get that result? Well, what do you mean? 
I want you to be honest with me. You said you want that body. You said you want that bank account. You said you wanted to start that business. What are you not willing to do to get that result? Because I know when I get home at 7 p.m., sometimes 8 p.m. at night, I don't feel like putting my kicks on and going to work out because I didn't get it done in the morning. I got up early, 4.20. I'm working all day. I had a stressful day. It was busy, man. We helped a lot of people win, but I'm tired. I'm shot. And I get home and I'm, I'm sitting on the bed for a second. I'm like, man, I want to eat. I want to spend time with my family. The last thing I want to do is lace the kicks up and go outside and work out for 40 minutes or an hour. But it's at that moment where I understand that I've learned how to use a pivot, train and hack my emotions and my mindset and say, wait a second, Coach JC, are you willing to trade what you want most in life or what you said you want for what you want at the moment? Powerful question. Am I willing to trade what I want most in life for what I want at the moment or how I feel at the moment, what's cool, what's shiny, what's sexy and appealing at the moment? Think about that. If you know what you want, and you were to ask yourself that question, I take a step back and I say, wait a second, JC, you reminded yourself right now that you chose not to go by how you feel. What do you want most in life? All right. Are you willing to trade what you want most in life for what you want at the moment? Well, no, right now you're not. So you know what you're going to do? You're not going to go by how you feel. You've made a non-compromisable thing in your life that you're going to exercise every day for at least 30 minutes, take care of your health. So it's not a question of, are you going to do it? It's a question of, when throughout the day am I going to do it? I know within 24 hours, I've got to get my 30 to 40 minute workout in. That's non-compromisable, end of the subject, period. It's not a matter of fact, am I going to do it? It's just a matter of fact of when am I going to do it? So the first step, Evan, what do I want? And then you got to learn that the quality of your life is where you live emotionally and that you could train your emotions. And that's what we could talk about next. How do you really train your emotions and really not choose to go by how you feel? Because most people, if we're being real, they go by how they feel at the moment. They eat what they want. They talk to the wife how they want. They don't make the business call. They make a decision or they don't make a decision based upon how they feel, right? I'm glad that you brought that up because I think when we're talking about wants and we're talking about the things that we want to accomplish, I think that a lot of times we don't weigh the price. And I think that shopping's easy. Like if I, if I want to, if I want a new car, let's say I want to get uh, a BMW, BMW seven series, 750 Li. I mean, if just randomly thinking of a car, um, I know that I can go and find out exactly how much that costs. And yep. when I'm doing something like that, uh, I'm going to be like, all right, well, how much is the payment going to be? And is that, looking at my finances, there's certain things that I can cut, certain things that I can add. And I'm just kind of doing all these calculations in my mind. I think that when we're talking about goals and things that we're trying to accomplish, because we don't have a tangible way to calculate that price. And for you, that that price is that 40 minutes a day, every single day for X amount of time period. I think it would be a little bit easier to say like, all right, this is the body that I want. And there's a picture of that body, right? And underneath it, it says, 20,000 hours <laughs> of working out. I think that people would maybe look at that a little bit differently and say, okay, I want that, but I'm not willing to pay that price. So maybe they, they kind of go through there and they figure like, maybe it's, I want to start a business. And so they go through there and they have the picture of what that business is going to look like. And it says 40,000 hours over the next 10 years or however many it is. I think that's when we can start kind of figuring that out. But unfortunately, that system doesn't exist. And so what we need to do is we kind of need to do our due diligence. Like you said, write that goal down, dig into it and basically create that plan of 
how are we going to get there? Because like you were saying, our emotions and our feelings are not good leaders when it comes to helping us achieve those things. Because what they're doing is they're, they're basically saying, I'm not willing to pay that price. I'm willing to do the other things because that's more attractive to me. That's, that's, that's more comfortable for me to do. Uh, we're getting outside of that comfort zone every time we're making that decision to do the thing that we want to work towards. And so that's where you're talking about reprogramming your brain to say, when those feelings come in, that's when we need to double down and say, all right, I'm going to retrain myself to when I feel this way, instead of conceding to that, I'm going to take action on that. Well, and, and that's a great point. And one of the exercises I use with individuals to create this, and I've talked about this at a, just a small, uh, we touched on it at, at the speaking engagement at Young Business Men at Tulsa, but I always like to ask people pain-induced questions or pleasure-induced questions. Because a lot of people in the world we live, Evan, they're all talk. And I've talked to people every single day that say they want something, but when they're not really willing to pay the price, just like you just said. So I know for me, when I when God blessed me with an amazing wife after what I went through, that me being a great husband and not sacrificing my marriage, no matter what, that was a non-negotiable, right? Once I knew what I wanted, I then was able to create a why, why I do what I do. So after you ask somebody, well, what do you want? Well, I want to lose 30 pounds. What do you want? Man, I want to start a business and, and, and make $100,000 a year or a million dollars a year. Great. Let me ask you a question. Why do you want that? Because the why, the purpose, the juice, the driver behind why you do what you do, that's the motivation. The what and the result will never motivate you. And that's where most people get caught up. They stay focused on the what and the result. And that's why they fail and quit over and over because we live in an age of instant gratification. I want to see it tomorrow. I want to make the money tomorrow. We see success and we see people that are winning and we say, oh my gosh, I want to get there. But we forget to take a step back and say, what did they have to go through to get there? So for the individual that's not motivated right now, right? Once they know what they want, I then say, well, why do you want that thing? And during that time, it's a discovery of pain or pleasure. If you're not motivated, it tells me and it tells you, Evan, that we probably have not created enough pain around the current situation we're in. Now, I know for me, when I was $400,000 in debt, face down in a 600 square foot apartment, contemplating suicide, throwing away my story I created for myself, there was so much pain. I wanted to stop that bleeding so bad that I was in a desperate situation. And sometimes in life, we have a little too much going on that we don't have enough pain induced. So I ask people, well, what if you were to continue on the path you're on right now? What are you missing out on? If you were to continue to make what you're making, if your job or your business as an entrepreneur was to continue to do the revenue it's doing, if your body stayed exactly what it is, if your marriage stayed exactly what it is, what are you missing out on right now? Or what have you missed out on already? What's this costing you by not taking action? Because the bottom line, no matter what we talk about today, the ultimate key to anybody winning, having more success in life, being their best, uh, being held accountable is going to come down to taking purposeful, intentional action every single day. And if you're not taking action and you don't want it that bad, then there's not enough pain in your life or there's not enough pleasure. And I go through exercises with my clients where I create pain. And all of a sudden they're like, holy crap. Oh my gosh. 
that's brutal. That's horrible. I don't want to live like that the rest of my life. I'm saying, well, now you're motivated. Or I create so much pleasure around when they do produce that result that now they're motivated. People make decisions for one or two reasons, if not both, to avoid pain in their life, stop the bleeding, or to gain pleasure. So if I'm going to hold somebody accountable, I'm going to ask them, what do you want and why do you want it? And when they answer me on why they want it, I'm going to dig so deep on that why because that's the juice, the driver, the purpose behind why they do what they do that I'm going to create a lot of pain, a lot of pleasure. And then when I'm holding them accountable, I'm going to remind them of that. I'm not going to remind them of I need to lose 30 pounds because that's a superficial result. Well, I want to make a million dollars and everybody wants to make a million dollars. Like, come on, seriously, why do you do what you do? And when they're not motivated, I call them up on the phone. I say, hey, I just want to check in in with you. I know you asked me to hold you accountable. So are you, uh, and I talk straight to the pain. I go straight to the pain. You know, you, there's one of the most powerful questions you could ask somebody is, do you remember when you told me? Do you remember when you told me that you no longer just wanted to make 50000 a year? Do you remember when you told me that? You didn't want to have the marriage you kind of have now. Do you remember when you told me, yeah, I remember JC. Well, how are you doing with that? Is that pain gone yet? Have you taken the action steps we created to eliminate that pain from your life? So you have to ask pain-induced questions right now if you're listening you're not motivated. And you have to ask pleasure-induced questions to create your why, your strong purpose and your juice behind why you do what you do to get to your ultimate goal and your desire. Well, I love that you're talking about pain because for for multiple reasons. First of all, when you're kind of flashing back to your your previous self, the self that was in, there was so much pain around you, right? That was so you had unlimited supply of motivation when it came to pain, and I think that probably still motivates you today because you know you know what the bottom looks like, you know you know what that situation is, and you've been there, and so you know what that pain feels like, and you're going to work that much harder now because you don't want to continue to experience that pain or you don't want to go back to that pain. Um, 100%. I think the other side of it too is, and this is just the salesperson in me, uh, when we're motivating people uh, to encourage them to do the things that we want to do, on the other side, like people make decisions day to day based on pain they, and, and it's the avoidance of pain. Absolutely. And so if we can tap into that and in, in just in business in general, that's where when we're talking about like finding a need, finding something that, that that solution, that's why we have this microwave society is because it's painful now for us to stand and wait for 30 seconds with, with silence. The first thing you do is, is what you reach into your pocket and you grab your phone. You're going to see what's going on in the world that to people now that's pain. And unfortunately, I'm one of those people that I'm still trying to reprogram myself to just just not have that in front of me all the time because the temptation's there but it's like my 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 body and my brain are just sitting there going all right well there's there's nothing happening here there's something that i need to do and and it becomes uncomfortable for me to where i can go back to the thing that's going to release the endorphins in my brain and get me going to the next thing yes. but all that to say when we're holding somebody accountable based on what you're telling me, we're pointing them back to that moment. We're pointing them back to that conversation where they were vulnerable, where they basically said, I'm not achieving what I want. I'm at the point where the pain is so great that I need help. And you're pointing them back to that moment and saying, how are you doing to get beyond that moment? How, what, what steps have you taken? What things have you done? And so, and that, that was kind of my, my initial thought, right? So next time I see him, I'm going to be like, Hey, How's it going? Where are we at? Have you started? Have you made the phone calls? What have you done? What's the plan? Where are we where are we at with that? 
And I think that that's, I think that's part of it. Right. But I feel like there's more to it than that. So I'd love to kind of get a little bit deeper into some of those motivations, especially when maybe they're doing really good with it. Like how do we, how do we continue to motivate them if they are on track and the opposite side, let's say they haven't done anything, then what do we do? Yeah. Well, and that's a great question. And, you know, I think uh, you talked about decision-making, right? And you talked about, we all have to make decisions in business and life. There's three decisions that as human beings, we get to choose and make every single day. The first decision is what are you going to focus on subconsciously and consciously, because what you focus on equals where your energy goes, right? So there's that old saying that the truth shall set you free. Do you focus more on what's wrong? Do you focus for more on what you lack? Do you focus more on what you don't have? And that's what we do a lot of times, Evan. And that's why I'm, t- I'm talking today mostly about training your emotional state because I believe that most people throughout the day, they focus on what's not possible. They focus on what they can't do. They focus on what somebody told them. They focus on their past failures. They focus, focus on uh, all the things that happen that now – They've created this human being and this individual that believes that impossible is really the reality of their life. And I say this all the time when people talk about this is I say, you've got to understand that you create your reality. We all want to be successful. We all want to be more than enough. Everyone's biggest fear is I'm not enough. We all want to make more money. We want to be better as a dad, a husband, whatever area it is. So what the first decision you get to make every single day is what am I going to choose to focus on every single day? Am I going to focus on what's right or am I going to focus on what's wrong? Am I going to focus on growing the business, growing my marriage? Am I going to focus on winning or am I going to focus on losing? And every single day of your life, no matter if you like it or not, you decide what you focus on. And if you continue to focus on what's wrong, you're going to then produce that result because like I said earlier, what you focus on is where your energy goes. Does that make sense? It makes perfect sense. What you focus on expands. Yeah. So number one, you know, the decision you get to make is what you focus on. The second decision you get to choose every single day is the meaning that you choose to give to any situation, right? What something means to you. But think about that for a second. Something happens in your life. What's the meaning I choose to give it? What's the meaning I choose to give the business, the marriage, right? You can train yourself. And I see people train themselves all the time to put themselves in a state because they gave a meaning to something that it didn't even mean that all the time. So all the time as human beings, Evan, we make situations so much worse than they are. So when I was going through hell in my life and I was face down, I had to train myself to come out of the downward spiral. And I had to create momentum. And that's when I started to focus on what I really wanted. But I also started to make a decision and say, wait, the meaning of this situation, I'm going to shift it. It's about perspective, right? I ask people all the time, what are you seeing right now? Are you seeing your bank account struggling? Are you seeing your marriage struggling? Are you seeing your business? Are you seeing you failing at losing the weight? Are you seeing failure? Because many times as human beings, we see what's wrong more than what's right. And I can stand here with you today as we do this interview and tell you that the coach JC guy that you're interviewing, I created him. This is my, my real name's Jonathan Keneally. Jonathan Keneally was fearful, was living in guilt, was suicidal, was $400,000 in debt, 
When I sat down one day and said, holy crap, I don't like this guy. How am I going to create and give a new meaning, a new story in my life? And I started to shift my perspective and I started to give a different meaning to the situation. I took full responsibility and I said, if I got myself into this, I'm going to get myself out of it. So what's the meaning that you choose to give the situations you control every day? And it's so important because the quality of your life is where you choose to live emotionally, like we talked about earlier. And where you choose to live emotionally really comes down to just what you're seeing. But I'm not talking in the natural because in the natural, what we see is not how our brains and our emotions process it, right? And why is it so important? Because what you focus on Right, What you see, the perspective, the meaning you choose to give it dictates and determines the last thing, decision that you get to make every single day, which is the action I'm going to choose to take. We get to choose the action that we're going to take every single day. And we can get into that, why people are motivated, not motivated, but how to hold somebody accountable also in action. So three decisions you make every single day. What am I going to choose to focus on from here on out? What's the meaning that I choose to give this? What am I seeing the perspective of the situation and what I choose to do? The action I choose to take. Does that make sense? Yes. Sorry, I'm writing. (laughs) I'm telling you though, it's so powerful because it's so simple But if you could really master those three things and make the right decision in those three areas, you can then train your emotional state and your emotional state is what dictates the behavior, the action you take and the action you take is what creates the result you get. Yeah. No, this is, this is great. And and this is what I love about having a podcast. And I've said this multiple times, you guys need to hit those back buttons a couple of times and listen to this multiple times and really absorb everything. You guys can't see it, but JC is standing up right now because he is so passionate about what he's saying. Uh, That, that just, that, that conviction is there, that energy is there. And you can tell it's something that he's passionate about, but what I'm, what I'm trying to kind of like glean through all, all of that passion is you're and, and tell me if I'm in, interpreting this right what I'm hearing is correct is that your belief is is built on these little decisions of focus of those those things that you choose to focus in so when you started where you were at um, and and you were basically like uh, I'm Jonathan right now and Jonathan is is all of these other things and I'm gonna be coach GAC and I'm gonna be these things so you chose to focus on those things and those little decisions and and basically guided you, to reshaping your belief system. And when your belief system changed, your BS changed, you were able to start becoming those things that you wanted to become. uh, And you were starting to make decisions based on that belief system. And those were the, the steps that got you there. I think sometimes people look at motivational stuff uh, and they say, well, well, I just got to think that I'm going to be healthy, or I got to think that I'm going to be thinner. I got to think that I'm going to do that. And they simplify it down to that one basic thing. And then they, they just say, well, I'm thinking about being thin as I'm eating a cheeseburger. And that doesn't necessarily get them to where they need to go. But it's, it's the importance of those small decisions. We had Mike Grogan on a while back and he talked about a long obedience in the same direction. It's not something that happens immediately. It's a day by day, thought by thought, second by second decision that you're going through. And like you said, these are three daily decisions that you are going to have to face. And if you know that going into it, then you're going to be that much closer to your goals and that much closer to the thing that you're trying to accomplish. 
But if you kind of throw that out and just go with the flow and just allow the day to dictate who you are and what you are, you're going to find yourself no closer to that goal because then you're relying back on those feelings and those emotions determining your decisions as opposed to what you chose to focus on. Am I, am I, am I processing that right? 100% Evan. And I'll never forget during one of the downtimes I was in, I remember uh, listening to Tony Robbins and he said, I, I, it, was, it was an interview about how do you create a breakthrough in your life? You're lacking something at the moment. You really need a breakthrough in your life. And he said that the breakthrough is a moment in time when the impossible becomes possible. So think about that for a second. Many men out there listening right now are probably where I was. And I was in the middle of identity crisis. I had Coach JC, and this is not who I wanted to be. I was all confused physically, mentally, emotionally, spiritually. My relationship was broken. I'm in the fight of life to be a dad. And I say, wait a second. A breakthrough is a moment in time when the impossible becomes possible. That's a choice. How am I going to do that? I created this avatar, this guy, Coach JC, and I said, what would the ideal person that I know God called me to be, what would he look like? What would he be doing? What would he smell like? What would he be wearing? And I got ridiculous about it, man. I'm telling you, I had it down to a science where I said, okay, he's going to look like this. He's going to wear these kind of clothes. He's going to have this kind of body. He's going to do this when it comes to spiritual. He's going to be this in this mental and emotional state on a daily basis. He's going to be married. He's going to make this money. And I was so specific and vivid in creating this avatar this that it almost became real to me. And when I started to train my subconscious mind to say, wait a second, now I'm going to build a system that will cause me to succeed and go make that guy happy. But first I had to create, who did I really want to be? And once I created that, I knew the calling I had on my life and I hit rock bottom and I surrendered my life and I knew that I couldn't do it my own will. I knew at that point what my calling was, my purpose was. And I said, okay, if this is the coach JC, I'm going to create, this is who God called me to be. Okay. Once I created that picture and it was so vivid and specific, I then built a ridiculous process and a system around that every single day that was bulletproof. I said, here's the system that will cause me to win and create that coach JC. Does that make sense? Oh, it makes perfect sense. And I love how we're talking about our avatars and our subconscious, because I think sometimes people discount that subconscious in terms of what it actually is in our brains. Um, and I'm, I'm sure you have a lot to say about your subconscious. So I'll, I'll definitely give you an opportunity to dive a little bit deeper into that. But when you're talking about that avatar, you're, you're, you're getting to that point where you're really saying it's all of these things. And, and we were talking about earlier when we're setting those goals and we're trying to uh, figure out like like what that why is, what that motivation is. And, and you said everyone wants to make a million dollars. Everyone wants to have this certain thing. And that's for me. And I sometimes feel guilty about it when people say, you know, where do you want to be in the next 10 years or what, you know, there's always a financial aspect to it because that means something that, that there's a credibility to it or whatever else. But I think that when we're defining those things, we're taking and basically saying what, what that, what that amount of money that you're making represents and what, what are those things that you're trying to accomplish with that? And so that's digging down into that avatar that you're basically saying, I want to make this money but I want to make this money so I can do X, Y, and Z because I believe that this person that I want to be will do these things. And, and you're tapping into the desires of your heart. You're typing, or you're tapping into your passion and your purpose. 
And when you're really uh, nailed into that, that's when you can start saying, all right, subconscious, this is what I'm going to be. This is what I want to do. And whenever you kind of check out, it's still going on in your subconscious. It's, it's almost like you've uploaded the program now and then you're in its processing and it's just, it's cooking it and it's building it. And then next thing you know, you're walking along the street and you're talking to somebody and you're saying, Hey, you know, I, I was, I'm, I'm, I'm really wanting to do this, this, and this. And then somebody says something and you clue into it. And that's that subconscious that uh, maybe you would have had that exact same conversation uh, two weeks earlier, had you not written all this stuff down and you would have blown right past that, or that opportunity would blown right past you because you didn't see it because your subconscious wasn't stewing on it. And next thing you know, because you've done that, that starts allowing you to create those steps. You keep seeing those opportunities. You keep seeing those pain points and saying, all right, this is a pain point. I need to lean into that as opposed to, uh, I'm going to sit back and watch uh, a whole season of something on Netflix. You're, you're, you're looking at those decisions and the decisions become more apparent as opposed to, I was really busy today at work or I was just really busy in general. Yeah. And then somebody says, well, what, what did you do? And then you can't tell them. You just knew that you were busy. That's yeah. when your day's dictating you. Yeah. But when you're when you're dialed into your focus and you have that subconscious working for you, you can pinpoint every single decision that you had to make to get through the day to accomplish the things that you needed to accomplish. Oh, I mean, it's wonderfully said. That's beautiful. You know, and I, it makes me think of a verse in the Bible, Galatians 6, 7, that says, you know, be not deceived. God is not mocked for whatever man sows that he shall also reap. And people ask me all the time, what's the greatest way to train your emotions? And I'm always going to take you back to ridiculous action. I honestly believe there's so many people out there that are about positive affirmations and saying the right things. Man, I'm a big believer in that. I've created more winning confessions than anybody out there. I've watched every personal development. I believe in stimulating the brain, but there's nothing I did more important to help me win and, and go from a loss to a win than knowing that I wanted a return on my investment. And, and, and from a business perspective, I use that term because we all know that, you know, are you invest is your investment every single day, the action you're taking, creating the ROI that you desire are my daily actions lining up with what I say I want. We asked you that question first. What do I want? Why do I want it? Are my daily actions lining up with what I say I want? Do what needs to be done right now, period, irrelevant of how I feel. So I always use the simple formula when I was going through hell. I said, okay, well, the bottom line is I've got to discipline myself to make the right choices and to do it over and over again if I'm going to produce an ROI. So the discipline to make the right choices over and over again, that eventually I'm going to get a great return. But most people, they do it when they feel like it. So if you really want to train your emotions, uh, I have a little saying that I use. It's just, you know, basically it, it, I, I say, hit it. Right. And it's like it's like a, a subconscious thing to snap me out of any time my emotions are starting to rule me and I know I need to do something. I just wherever I'm at in my car, hit it and I just yell it and I'm like, snap me out. And I'm like, all right, that, yeah, I know what that means. I know what that means. I know that that means I have to do this no matter what and not go by how I feel. So whoever's listening right now, I, I want to challenge them because I know there's a business right now that is on the brink of exploding. I know there's somebody right now that is having health issues and they know that they need to get out there and, and exercise and walk. And, you know, I know there's somebody that their, their business is, is suffering and they want to do more and they have a great cause and a mission, but they're not doing what's needed. And I want to challenge them. Like Nike said, 
just do it. You've got to create a, you've got to create, you've got to create a system that you know is a simple disciplined thing that I'm going to do every single day until I get the ROI, the result. So maybe in a business, I'm going to call 10 people on my lunch break every single day to say my, sell my product. Well, what happens if you call nine? You lost. <laughs> End of the subject. There's no gray area there. And that's what I would do in my life. I would trick my mind and my brain that every situation had a timeline on it and it was a do or die situation. And my wife would be like, you're crazy. Like, you don't have to have that done by tomorrow. And I would say, no, no, I have to have it done by tomorrow. Well, it's not due. You're your own boss. I said, no, it is. I told myself I'm going to get it done. And one of the most important things for me is when I say I'm going to do something, I do it. So I write it down. I state it over and over. And then I, and then I discipline myself to make the right choices on a consistent basis over and over until I produce that result. So if you're listening right now, you need to make more money in your business. Are you making the 10 extra calls every single day? No matter what, no matter what, if you have to get up earlier, stay up later, do it on your lunch break. You might need to break through in your physical body. Today's the greatest day to start walking the block. Get out there and walk the block. No excuses. I know you don't feel like it, but do it anyway and do that every day and watch what happens. You'll eventually get a return on your investment. Does that make sense? <laughs> oh, it, it makes perfect sense. Uh, I'm just imagining you yelling at yourself in the car, yelling, hit it. And somebody looks over and they're like, what in the world is that guy doing? All the what, time. What, what is happening? All you got the time. windows down. You got the, the stereo blaring. And you're just like, hit it. But People think I'm crazy. Yes, I do that. I stopped doing it in Walmart, but I do it pretty much everywhere else. <laughs> well, I do want to add a little bit something to that because that is something that I definitely struggled with as well. Uh, and I think sometimes, especially when you get into a leadership role, like like you you perfectly said it, the, you're your own boss. So uh, the deadline for you is like a little bit more lax. It's not something like, hey, this big part, like my boss has said this needs to be done. This is something that you set in front of yourself. And I feel like sometimes, especially when you get into leadership roles where you're, where you're a little higher up, you have some freedom with your time. Like you don't have to put those strict deadlines on yourself because it's, if you don't do it, no one's going to do it. And so, it, so then you're just kind of comfortable in the role that you're in. So you have to jolt yourself to push through that and really challenge yourself to do it because there's been plenty of times that I've been sitting here in my office and say, you know, I, I know I want to launch this next program or I want to, I want to get this new product going or whatever else. And I know that it's there, but I just haven't taken any steps. And if I don't take the steps, no one's going to know that I haven't done anything because I haven't even told them about it yet. But you have to motivate yourself and push yourself to do it. But the, the point that I really want to make with it is this. Every time, 99% of the time, it works all the time. But 99% of the time, the thing that I've been putting off really doesn't take me that long to do when I'm focused on it, when I'm truly dialed into it. And I think sometimes... Our, our brains, our selfish brains program us or, or try to lie to us and say, if you do this thing, it's going to take six hours. It's going to take 10 hours. It's going to take 60 days. It's going to take all this time to do it. And so that's where that pro procrastination steps in and you start to just push it off and like, oh, I'm going to work on this project instead because I want, I want that checklist, right, of all the things that I've done. So I'm going to do all the quick projects first. And so I'm going to tear through all those instead of just you know digging into the big one. But the, the problem with that big project is, it doesn't go anywhere. It just yeah. stays there. And then there's another project behind it. And sometimes those things get on the same list. And if you had really dug in and chipped away at it and really put the time and effort into it, you actually probably could have done it in a lot faster time than you think it's going to take. 
Yes, it's going to be uncomfortable. Yes, it's not going to be fun. Yes, it's going to be work. Yes, it's going to require you to get outside that comfort zone and maybe say no to some things that you that you want to do. Maybe it's you know, you're not you're not going to get to sit back on your lunch break and watch YouTube. You're not going to get to sit back in your car and listen to the radio or listen to music. You're going to be listening to a book on tape or you're going to be listening to a podcast. You're going to be learning and and trying to educate your things about yourself about these things. Though you're, you are going to have to go through that and that, that will happen. But I'm going to tell you the other side of it, you're always going to look back and say, you know what, that didn't take as long as I thought it was going to. And the, the reason that I put it off was just because I didn't, I didn't, I didn't want it enough. And you have to kind of get to the point of realizing that when you do something or when you don't do something, it really comes down to that desire that you talked about that. Why? And if you haven't put a high enough value, it, if you haven't given yourself enough pain in that situation to challenge you, to push you through that minutia of doing it, you're not going to get it done. Yeah. I mean, it's a great point, Evan. And, and, you know, I think as an entrepreneur, as a business owner, if you're self-employed and you're listening you know, one of the things that I've helped people do because it is hard to be self-motivated and there are a lot of distractions and it's so easy as human beings to make excuses. I mean, one of the, one of the things that drives me crazy in life, man, and I tell you, I coach people on this all the same time. If you really want to win, no matter or relevant of the situation, you've got to learn how to take responsibility for where you are currently right now powerful lesson, hard to do. It's not your mama's fault. It's not your daddy's fault. It's not the school's fault. It's not that I didn't have enough money, the right parents. Or I didn't have enough time. So many times when we don't get what we want, we put blame. We make excuses so we don't have to take responsibility. And the chances are if the only reason you don't have what you want right now and the desires of your heart is because you've allowed excuses to be accepted as norm in your life. As human beings, we will continue to play at whatever level we accept as acceptable, right? So, so many times we say, well, I didn't get that because of this reason or the money, the time, the parents, the kids, the boss, this and that. It's 99% of the time, the reason we don't have what we want is has nothing to do with resources. Man, we live in an age of information overload. Everywhere you turn, you can get the information to start a business, to have a great marriage, to be successful. But so many times we tell ourselves a lie. And if we tell ourselves a lie long enough, loud enough, and enough times, eventually we believe it. Mm -hmm. So I had to stop lying to myself. I had to stop telling myself a story that wasn't true. I had to take responsibility and say, wait a second. It's not a resource problem. It's about resourcefulness. It's a resourcefulness problem. That's it. That is, what does that mean? Resourcefulness is no matter what, I'm going to get this done. And I started to make different choices, create discipline. And all of a sudden I started to create small micro wins and train my brain to use negativity, how I felt the moment to actually progress me to the next level. And those micro wins started to turn into bigger wins. And then I started to develop some confidence. Some, so I felt better and, and, and self-esteem. And I said, wait a second. Maybe that body is possible. Maybe that financial situation is possible. Maybe that restoration of a marriage is possible. So you've got to stop, if you're listening right now, making excuses. Once you determine what you want, why you want, take full responsibility and start to build and create the life that you were born to live. This is your life. You only live once and you will play at the level that you accept as acceptable in your life. Raise your standard. Elevate. Now is the time and there's no greater time than now. 
Does that make sense? <laughs> it does. And it ties back into what you were saying before. I, th- I think with uh, everything that you just said and everything that you just previously said, I think we can combine it to say you cannot have breakthrough in your life with excuses. Excuses and breakthrough do not exist on the same plane. So you're either going to have one or the other. You're going to have a lot of excuses and you're going to have the the norm of what you currently have. Or you can take that chance and you can work towards that breakthrough, breakthrough, that thing that you thought was impossible, that thing that you didn't believe that you could do. But you know that if you start going down that path and, and, and trying to accomplish what you want to accomplish, at some point, breakthrough will be there. It will never be there with your excuses, but it will be there with those 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 decisions and and working towards that path. So if you can eliminate excuses from your vocabulary, from your self-talk, from your subconscious and everything else, that's where breakthrough happens. 100%, man. You know, and I I go back to what we talked about a little earlier that you create your reality. I had to get to a place where I no longer put blame and I no longer expected other people to do the work for me, man. If anybody knows me, I'm wearing a hat right now. It says win all day. That's a slogan that I came up with. That's now become a mantra and a movement. I mean, kids wear the hats, moms wear the hats, the tank tops, you know, people have adopted as their own. But for me at the lowest point in my life, Evan, I had to create something that I believed in. And I'll never forget the verse, Romans 12, 2, that says, do not be conformed to the things of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. I needed a huge transformation at that time. And the world, being conformed to the world, to the things of this world, the world will always try to take you down. The world, the people around you, you will always be bombarded with what you can't do, what is impossible. And, and a lot of times it's internal. It's, it's the internal that says, man, Evan, stop thinking that you were going to be a really good dad or, or a husband. And you're, you're not that good of a dad. You're not that good of a husband. You're not really a businessman. Maybe you should hang that up. And you're the, the greatest enemy that you will ever face in life is you. And that's why I started to train my mind. And I would use verses like Romans 12, 2 or Philippians 4, 13. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me or uh, Romans 8, 28, that God works all things together for good. And then I started to create my own mantra. And I, and I said it at the, the, uh, the Young Businessman at Tulsa seminar. But I started to tell myself that mantra that said, wait a second, Coach JC, today is my day. Nothing will get in my way of me being the best, not good, not average, the best version of me. I'm here on purpose on this earth. I have a purpose. I am strong. I would tell myself I'm strong even when I didn't feel strong physically, mentally, emotionally. I am passionate. All right, I am fearless even when I felt like so bombarded with fear. I am fearless. I choose faith. And I would tell myself this over and over and over again. You're going to win today, Coach JC, and you're going to win all day. And I started to create this spirit of excellence and relentless just expectancy in my life just by confessing these things and taking ridiculous action, all of a sudden, I'm like, wait a second, Coach JC, that avatar you created, he's, he's a little closer, he's a little closer. And now it's years later, and I've created that guy that's been blessed and privileged to change so many lives and walk out my calling on this earth. But I honestly believe you create your own reality. And the first step you gotta do is take responsibility right now for where you're at. Stop putting blame elsewhere, no more excuses, right? Discover your what, your why, Create a game plan around it. Know that the most important decisions you get to make every single day is what you focus on, what you see, the perspective, the meaning of anything in life only has the meaning you choose to give it and start to have laser-focused action that you do every single day over and over again on a consistent basis until you create a return on your investment ROI. (laughs) 
uh, I had a good friend that told me this quote and uh, I don't know if he came up with it or if he heard it somewhere else. So I can't officially give credit uh, to like a, like a well-known person or whatever else, but he said, don't tell me no, because tell Mm. me yes, if, and what that is kind of, that's one of those things that I think of when I'm like reprogramming myself or when I'm, when I'm trying to work with other people and, and, and especially like when I have people on my team and we're trying to solve something, yeah, I know that you don't think we can do it. And the reason that the customer is coming to us or whoever else is coming to us is because they have a problem. They have pain and they're looking for someone to solve that. So if we go back to them with, well, we can't do this because we haven't provided any value to them. We haven't helped them get to that next next point. But if we can go to them and say, yes, we can do this if, and sometimes that if is pretty big. Uh, but that if is what's going to take you to those steps towards that breakthrough. And I think that even when you were talking about those decisions that you made and, and you were kind of working towards becoming the person that you are today, you started to see that breakthrough in some of the smaller things. Maybe you were talking to somebody and they said, you know what, JC, uh, you're a lot more passionate now than I think you've ever been. Or, hey, man, it looks like you've lost some weight. You're looking a little bit stronger. And what that is doing is that's energizing that that purpose and that passion inside you're starting to see that breakthrough you're starting to see those things start to happen that's pushing you through it and it's energizing you uh to get to that next level i think about um the space shuttle and the amount of fuel and the amount of energy it takes to get that shuttle off the ground it's like something ridiculous like 90 percent of the fuel and power and thrust that is needed to get the space shuttle into outer space is burned at launch mm. once you have that momentum once you have all of the, the things working in your favor and, and pushing you in that direction, it becomes easier and you, it starts to become more feasible. And then all of a sudden that breakthrough happens and now you're just plowing along. And next thing you know, you're accomplishing things that you didn't necessarily know you could accomplish, or you're getting that confirmation of those things that you really, really wanted to do. Uh, JC, man, thank you so much for being on the podcast and sharing your heart and saying, uh, sharing your story with us and, and, uh, the different venues that you've been speaking on. I, I do want to give you an opportunity. I always give all my guests the opportunity to speak directly to the audience. And you've done a little bit of that today, but I always leave a, the last question and the last opportunity to really speak directly to the audience and tell them your message to young business leaders. You know who they are, you know what they're going through. And in some cases you are them or you were them uh, five, ten, five years ago, 10 years ago. Uh, and, and they're looking for, some of the, that motivation, some of those things to get them to that next level, knowing who the audience is and what they're trying to accomplish. What would you say your message is to young business leaders? Man, uh, I appreciate the uh, the conversation, Evan. And if you're listening right now and you're a young business leader, man, I would go back to my mantra that I spoke about just a few minutes ago, the win all day mantra. And I get asked all the time, what does that really mean? The win all day mantra is about you being your best. It's every single day. I want you to know right now that you were born to win, that you, that all things are possible. And I remind myself every single day, wait, win all day means I'm going to be my best, that I was born to win, that I'm going to approach every situation expecting results. I'm going to expect to win. And wait a second, all things are possible. Every situation is possible. So that's a perspective. The meaning you choose to give anything in life is the meaning you choose to give it like we talked about earlier. So I want you to be encouraged today and motivated to know that you do create your reality. And the goal for you every single day, just like me, it should be that you're on a constant pursuit to fulfill your calling and your purpose on this earth. So the powerful question 
Was I better today than I was yesterday? It's about being your best. It's about maximizing your God-given potential on this earth. Not good, not average, not surviving. You don't deserve that. You deserve to be your best. So every single day, approaching every day in every situation, no matter what it may look like at the moment, the storm, the trial, the adversity, the obstacle you're going through, man, I want you to hang up from this podcast and have a rejuvenated confidence. I want you to walk out there and start to think and speak and act with hope, with belief, with a certainty that I can win and I can win all day. Man, you were born to be excellent. Man, I believe in you. I know Evan believes in you. The young businessmen of Tulsa believe in you. And uh, you, you, you just can't, you just can't live life anymore by settling. Raise your standard. No longer accept uh, mediocrity or average in your physical body. Turn it up in your mental state. Turn it up in your spiritual life. Turn it up in your relationships, in your business, in your career, in your bank account. Win and win all day. Who loves you? This is Coach JC. I love you. I got your back, man. I believe in <laughs> JC, thank you so much for speaking directly to my audience and sharing your heart with them. I'm going to put all your contact information in the, sh- in the show notes so they can find ways to connect with you and all the great things that you're doing. But uh, man, this, like I said, this is something that this is a podcast that I think is going to get a lot of listens just in the sense that people listening to it over and over again, because there's so much meat here in terms of what we can do to challenge ourselves, to encourage ourselves, to encourage other people to strive for those goals and, and to really try to accomplish the things that we want to accomplish in life, to be the person that we were created to be. Young business leaders, remember, choose to connect, seek development, and be inspired. We'll catch you on the next podcast. Young businessmen, thank you for listening. I hope you've enjoyed this podcast. And if you'd like to learn more about the Young Businessmen of Tulsa, check out our website at www.ybtok.com or email us at ybtoklahoma at gmail.com. If you live in the Tulsa area and would like to hear one of our great speakers live at our monthly luncheon, we meet on the second Monday of every month from 12 to 1 p.m. Like us on Facebook for details about locations and upcoming speakers. Lastly, if you like what you hear, please leave us a review on iTunes and share us with your friends. Thank you for tuning in to the Young Businessmen of Tulsa podcast, where we connect, develop, and inspire young businessmen to find and pursue their purpose.